Algar Productions. Algar Productions. You are listening to the Post Atomic Horror Podcast with Ron Algar Watt and Matt Robotham. Episode 352, covering North Star and Similitude, with Terry Drozdak. Hi friends, it's uh, another week of this. It's exactly the same as it was last time and the week before, but also Tidro's here. Yeah. Hello. So that's better than having to deal with it without Tidro, I guess. That's true. I don't know, these were pretty tough. Hey, look, you only have to watch like four pairs of these. We've got to watch all of them. I keep now, see, what's up. Great I keep is, up. Yeah, I know. What, you what's do. great is that you like, you know, you can hate it with us. We can all join up to hate it together. We're, we're not having someone on who's like, this is awesome. I, I mean, know, it would I'm, be I'm, nice I'm... to have somebody that really liked Enterprise, but you haven't found that guy yet. Uh, the second episode we cover that none of us actually likes, uh, Flonk apparently loved it, so, uh, oh, man, kind of wish he'd come on for that one. I would like to hear a dissenting opinion, honestly, but I guess not. I wish I could be mad at it, but I can't even be mad at it. It's too boring. Okay. Well, the first one, yes. Yes. The second one, yeah, you got plenty The second plenty one I'm very mad at. Oh, yeah. So there's that. Well, the first one should be fun, and it isn't, so... Why don't mm-hmm. I tell you about it? Why don't I tell you about North Star? Please do. Oh, God. That's really the name. That is the, that is the title. Yes. <clears throat> Here we go. Fuck this, fuck this fucking show. <laughs> Out on the old prairie, I reckon there's a man called Johnny Archer. Now, Johnny's just your typical cowboy type riding into town with his spurs a-jangling and his six-gun at the ready on his hip. You might have thought old Johnny was a starship captain, but only if in your plum loco. This here cowpoke's a fussin' and a feudin' with his posse on account of there's a planet in this here Zindi expanse what's full of human beings like what old Johnny himself is. Except humans comes from Earth, and this here ain't Earth. Far from it, friends. So you can see the conundrum that old Johnny's in. Before too long, Johnny and his huckleberry trip, I think I'm using that right, as well as the sassy Vulcan maid he brings along but never listens to, discovers that the inhabitants of this here planet were abducted from Earth in the 19th century and brought here by aliens called Skagarans. We call them Skags for short. And boy howdy, don't that just have the ring of a perfectly original old-fashioned scientific dystopia, friends. (laughs) See, cause the rotten filthy Skags aren't wanted around these parts no more. They've been pushed off the land they originally lived on and seriously marginalized. You may have trouble wrapping your head around that premise, friends, and I don't blame you if you do. Because it ain't nothing like we done seen or lived through on our Earth. In the course of his travels, old meddling Johnny encounters a kindly bartender, a seditious schoolmarm, and a deputy that's gunning for Archer and any filthy skags he sees along the way. But in the absence of some kind of directive to stop him from interfering, old Johnny reveals the planet's secret history to its town folk, or world folk, I reckon you'd call them in this case. And also he gives the old schoolmarm a gander at her planet from orbit, which, much like everything else on Enterprise, is certainly not a trough that many a Star Trek horse has watered himself at before. <coughs> Having successfully wrecked another culture with his superior morals, Johnny returns the schoolmarm to the planet, mounts his trusty steed, the NX-01, and rides her off into the sunset where there'll be no tumbleweeds at all. Partner, <laughs> I plum reckon. Sound of spit hitting a spittoon. 
Oh, I guess I shouldn't have said that part out loud, huh? Anyway, that's all for me, friends. Yippee-ki-yay, Dr. Flox. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> uh-huh. This one was so tedious. Yeah. Boring. And sh- I, sh- I wanted, I was ready to hate watch it. I was ready to be just, you know, livid at the horribleness and stupidity of it. And I just was bored. Well, yeah, I believe if you look at all three of our notes, we all three simultaneously go, oh, fuck off, yeah. a Western. Well, the thing is, and th- there's a, there's an actual quote uh, in Memory Alpha from Brandon Braga where he said, we've done Cowboy episode before. It was fistful of data. So this time we got to do it serious. And that that's my bad mm-hmm. thing. The show is allergic to levity. This, this episode should have yeah. been fun. The eight seconds we got of Trip trying to ride a horse was what the entire episode should have been. But. They, uh-huh. they actually said the phrase gritty and realistic. Man, fuck well, you. This is what, 2002, 2003? Yeah, I think we're in 03 or maybe even 04 now. Yeah, the age of gritty. But who wants gritty cowboy in a Star Trek show? Uh, not me. No, dude, cowboys show up and it's time to get yeah. silly. I honestly like, wouldn't mind if they did it serious if it was well written and made sense. But it was not the show. Good. Yeah. I would be fine with that, too, honestly. Yeah. But the show like, doesn't do that, though, it's so not. let's have a fun Cowboy Planet episode. Like, the whole point of the parallel development episodes in the original series was, okay, let's have a wacky adventure in ancient Rome this week. Let's go to Gangster Planet. Yeah, exactly, but mm-hmm. uh, this was not that. No, uh-uh. This, like, it should be an excuse for them to put on costumes and act stupid, but... This is just yet another fucking attempt to tell us that racism is bad. Oh, boy. And the way they did that, too, that's your bad thing. Yeah, okay. So, like, I am so, so sick of Trek using white people to symbolize the atrocities that white people have done to other people so that white people can feel bad while watching it. Like, it's like we think that we can't feel compassion if we don't have, if people like, if it doesn't happen to people like us, which honestly is probably true. Anyway, here, have some adorable white children. Wouldn't it be horrible if something happened to them? Uh, it's lazy and it's fucking disgusting. And the, the alien makeup you know? is barely anything. It's like some spotty bits. It, it the, yeah. sca- the, the skags, the skags, like their 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 makeup is warts <laughs> behind the ears. Like yeah. I've met people like that. Yeah, if I saw if Maybe I saw a person like that now. on the street, I would I might look twice, but I wouldn't look three times. Mm-hmm. I mean, this show has always been inconsistent with its alien dev- design. That's just well, how yeah. it goes. But it's like, hey, we got ourselves a filthy skag over here. No, no, I'm just going through puberty. <laughs> and the thing is, I think, I think it was supposed to be that the the aliens could pass for human because the school marm ended up being part skag. Yeah. yeah. God, that's a sentence I hate saying. <laughs> We're all quarter skag, Al. Uh, just ah, uh, so. If you go get back far enough, everybody's got a little skag in their the, DNA, thanks to Genghis Khan. <laughs> there's definitely some, like, slavery in there, and there's definitely some n- Native American genocide in there. But, it, yeah, you're right. It's all done with white people, and it's all done incredibly ham-handedly like usual. And Well, and the, the other thing that fucking pisses me off is the metaphor doesn't even work, because the people that we ostracize are the people yeah, who enslaved my- them. And, like... What are you this trying to say thing. here, Trek? Because the morals of this are super muddied. Because the humans are made to the aliens, so they're the bad guys. But the aliens kidnapped mm-hmm. the humans in the first place, so they're the bad guys. And I guess the only good guys are the smug future men who come to bring enlightenment and peace and harmony, but probably no antibiotics. 
<laughs> yeah. No, what it really felt like to me was like, well, if that was a long time ago. We should probably forgive the people who enslaved yeah. us. Be nicer to them. Mm. Also, as ever, and we'll see this next time. We'll see this every time. This is 10 pieces of 10 other episodes. Like, there was the dumb thing from the 37s where some aliens a long time ago kidnapped uh, fucking yeah. Amelia Earhart. Mm-hmm. And like, why? Uh, just so we could have humans. Well, out finally, here. my own Amelia Earhart. So, how many times have aliens come to Earth and just taken a bunch of humans somewhere else and preserved their exact way of life and never let them advance? Uh, well, they that? they did like, it twice. Well, in Amelia Earhart's case, it at least yeah. twice. In Amelia Earhart's case, it was because they had a history <laughs> no, report they, they needed <laughs> their help with. But these cowboys have been there for five hundred well, years, yeah. and they're still cowboys. Yeah, that's the other thing that like it always bugs me when there's no like evolution at all like yes i admit that like you take a bunch of randos from the like the wild west and stick them on a planet like yeah they're gonna start from like that but in what 500 300 500 years i, I would say like 500 500 years, years maybe, maybe so, a but, but at, at some point years. they had access yeah. to alien technology like an alien species that had you know yeah. interstellar flight you would think they would yeah, you know, yeah. probably take some of that and use it. Or even if they can't yeah. be inspired to build their own stuff, like sometimes that's all it takes. Oh, this is possible. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's why we one. have all of the uh, great technology that we have today is because we used the parts of the alien spaceship that we found um, after the Roswell crash. Exactly. Well, I, I thought it was because Ed Begley Jr. found... Um... <laughs> Wasn't that that Voyager episode? Yes, no. it yes. was. So basically, Earth has never achieved anything on its own. It's always been alien. Well, oh, no, yeah. and all of our exactly. great composers were aliens, too. So, Or maybe one alien. But they were the same yeah. alien. Yeah. Yeah, and the politicians. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. that's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I just... Uh, why? Just... Why? And... and there was a dude in this who was like the the primary antagonist who we all said reminded us of Hat Guy. Oh yeah, this is like I think I had a note to someone on Twitter that this is Mad Dog Hat Guy. <laughs> yeah, his ancestor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this and near the end of the episode he gets his hat knocked off and I couldn't recognize him. No, then he just turns into yeah. a normal person. He can just slip yeah. back into the re- the rest of humanity. He doesn't no, The thing he, is his... it wasn't Go ahead. Yeah. Well, his one defining feature was his hat. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I was just about to say it wasn't. I, he had a very hat guy quality about him without the hat to me. Well, it was that standard shitty TV actor level of I'm the bad guy because I'm the bad yeah. guy and I have no motive whatsoever. No, I've definitely yeah. seen that oh, evil yeah. deputy in about 80 other 90s Western shows. By which I mean Briscoe County Jr. and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, but there's a Western that didn't take itself seriously, oh, that was right? a great Western. I never even saw it, but I assume, based on who was involved with it, that it was not. It, 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 it is serious. not worth going back to check out. But at the time, yeah. mm. I also imagine he fought we'll Cowboy David Bowie. So, oh, well, there you go. I, I imagine we'll cover it once when we get to our like one. I mean, it's on my list. Period. So, yeah, <laughs> good. I've only seen a couple um, episodes, and they were fun. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is not fun. No, to be clear, no. And my good thing was the eight seconds we got of trip riding to horse. Ah, yes. That that is all. <laughs> if he's like, serious, we talked actually, about this. this is... pre- Go ahead. We talked about this before the show, but honestly, if the entire show had just been been him, like, hey, hang on, wait, okay, no, I, ha- wait, 
No, not literally just him riding a horse. I meant like the tone of that, not actually just that scene for an hour. No, I would be fine with that. Yeah, that would be fine too, yeah. This is actually my quote though, so I'll just go ahead and play it here. Do you have any experience riding these animals? I've seen every John Ford Western. Who? Look, how hard can it be? I just, I enjoy, you know, how hard could it be? That That's how Trip approaches everything. Mm-hmm. How hard could it be? Just turns into Paul. I don't think this ain't no boat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger horse. <laughs> I just, there's something hilarious to me about someone who has no idea how to ride a horse and the horse just goes off and does whatever the fuck it wants. Well, it's a horse. I, I like, I like. Someone with just unshakable confidence who can do things just because it does not occur to him that he can't do things. Yep. <laughs> That's Trip. Also good. Yep. Yep. And to Paul's like, I, I've watched two Western movies and I know more about this than you do, you uh-huh. dummy. <laughs> Gonna yeah. mind meld with the horse. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. <laughs> the horse melder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got... She's just like, God, I've never felt such rage in an animal. <laughs> uh, Tidra, what's your good thing? Uh, I guess the school teacher. Uh, I mean, was there anything good about her? Or are you just happy to see a woman? I, I, I like <laughs> to see. I like to see. She was feisty. She was. She was. She had. She had okay. spunk. She had pluck. I'll take it. Yeah. The other All thing, right. the, the thing I thought was interesting about her, and I'm sure they didn't do this on purpose because they're not smart enough, but. Um, no. she was, she's a, she's like a petite, uh, strawberry blonde. She's a very Clint mm-hmm. Eastwood leading lady type. Yep. So, and again, I don't know if they did that on purpose, but I appreciated it. Oh no, that was probably on purpose. I was, I, I was waiting for the next layer. No, they, they can, they can cast well. They've done yeah, that before. But, sure. I'll give them that yeah. much credit. So, I mean, and I just, I mean, she was fine. She was be- better than yep. Pat guy and. No, and I friendly when I when I said that a second ago, I didn't mean to yeah. mock you. Like seriously, this show gives us so was, few good women. Like there was really, nothing, it's nice to see any woman at all. There was nothing mm-hmm. good enough about this this episode other than I got a nice lady character. I guess. Okay, one of the things I hate okay. about westerns. Okay, old westerns, back in you know John Wayne days, everybody was too clean for the mm-hmm. actual period, and it was very pastel colors, and there was a lot of barn dances. And then once, I guess, the 90s hit when they started doing all the gritty cowboy movies. Yeah, I yeah. think that started mm-hmm. with Clint Eastwood. You know, but everybody, then everybody's just super gross and dirty, which, which is fine. And yeah. this episode, oh, okay. Except Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Uh, um. mm-hmm. <laughs> he was beautiful. But in this, yeah, Reference I, don't, I haven't not seen found. that, so <laughs> I'm going to get... No, neither yeah. of us like westerns, Matt. So you're kind of so in this episode, okay. the guys were kind of gross and gritty and dirty, and the ladies looked like they mm-hmm. just stepped out of the shower. I mean, that's I mean, just like TV, like that's and specifically Enterprise. Yeah, you can see that in anything where like yeah. guy will walk out with like flies buzzing around <laughs> him and a gap tooth and whatever, and he'll be followed up by the most beautiful woman you've ever seen in your life. I yeah. guess the most recent. Western I watched was Hateful Eight. Mm-hmm. And the, the women there were just as gross. Yeah, but yep. that's because Tarantino <laughs> likes the grotesque. Like, that's mm-hmm. I, that, I, to his credit. Like, you know, yeah. he thinks everyone should be gross, and that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> equal, equal opportunity yeah. grossness. Yeah. 
Uh, Matt, what was your good thing? There's a part in the shootout at the end where uh, some dude takes DePaul hostage because, of course, he does. Mm-hmm. And Malcolm just shoots her so that she's not a problem anymore. Yeah, that was and good. That was, that was the best thing Malcolm's ever done. Really? I, I want to be yep. mad at so him. So your good thing was DePaul was victimized again. No, it was Malcolm is competent. Oh, okay, that's fair. It's but because he was treating her like he would treat any a uh, crew member. He, he just shoots yeah. her with yeah, the stun I, gun, and then no, this is I the easiest thing true. in the world. Just like the guy's just like, ah, what are you gonna do? I got your lady, and he's like, yeah, this is fine. I'll get her later. <laughs> Zap. I was, I was okay. I just because we've had fifty episodes in a row of something bad happening to Paula. I was just like, oh, good. Now she's a hostage. I mean, you're also not wrong. Yeah. Like when he took her hostage, I'm like, oh, here we fucking go again. Yeah, because yeah. to Paul, it, it is just great at being a damsel in distress. Apparently, mm-hmm. I guess to Paul is like at the end of every Super Mario Brothers like, game. At this she's point. supposed she's a Vulcan, <laughs> so she should be like. Ten times stronger than yeah. humans. And yeah, it also physically stronger. And she yes. knows Vulcan Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mike Sussman Fu. Whatever yep. Michael Burnham said it was. <sighs> I yeah. know. No, that's what it is. It was named after a writer of on uh, <laughs> Enterprise. It was very poorly named. <laughs> yep. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, his name is Mike Sussman and it's called Sussmana wow. or something like that. Yeah, Sussman. Real bad. Foo. Yeah. So the point is really that nobody should be taking to Paul hostage. No guy with a, with a rusty revolver should be taking to Paul hostage. Nope. No. And yet. And yet. <laughs> but, you know, fucking typical. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, I just, like, okay, I get the idea of a parallel planet thing. I do. Like, this is a Western planet. Just deal with it. But. Mm. There was nothing remotely alien about this. Like they had horses and all the earth traditions were the same. And like, yeah, there were that, no variations whatsoever. That's a thing I forgot to be pissed off about because <laughs> I just assumed that like there were, they were there cause it's a Western. What the fuck are their horses on this planet? Yeah. I guess they brought them with them when they took them for slaves. All right. We're going to kidnap. We're going to kidnap humans and also horses cause shrug. Yeah. Maybe they'll be good slaves, too. See, this is why there are only ever two mass abductions, because mm. the aliens figured out humans are not worth the trouble. <laughs> I bet there's more. Nope, there's like just they... two. They'll rebel huh? on you and uh, take over your planet. Next time we're kidnapping chimps. Much easier. <laughs> <laughs> well, and plus, they they humans are already launching them into space, so we just need to meet them halfway. Can we just pluck the chimps out of space? Yeah, out of orbit. Save us landing on that terrible planet. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, so and that I Russian call the space dog. <laughs> oh, that dog makes me sad. No, it's okay. He uh, he betrayed his masters and became king. Uh, no, he died of fright before he got to orbit. Oh. You guys didn't know that. Betrayed his mas- his masters and became king of an alien world. Look, I would love that, but. This came out. They a called him Leica the first. Made me the saddest person. Yeah, no, it's horrible. That's why I'm making something up. Al, go with me here. Okay. No, I just like we got to face the horribleness. That's what Enterprise is about, Matt. <laughs> this is what happened. We have to we have to look it in the face and say you are horrible. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I have a movie pitch for later. <laughs> <laughs> now, see that I'm interested in. <laughs> and if you need a punch up guy, I'm here. But. You know. <laughs> Um, uh, I, okay. 
okay, so dog. Maybe I wasn't paying attention to this episode well enough, but why did the That's Enterprise guy even go down to the planet in the first place? Well, because they detected humans and where there shouldn't be humans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely missed I get that. that. Yeah. I, I figured that's probably That was my sense, guess, like, but I don't remember it being discussed on the episode at all. Also, it had nothing to do with the Zindi arc. Like, this season yeah. is supposed to be about the Zindi, and it wasn't. No. At all. Mm-hmm. Just Archer looking out the window. Hey, that looks cool. <laughs> yeah. What? what are you, Janeway? <laughs> Maybe. <sighs> Except the thing is, he doesn't have the, like, the, the science interest that Janeway has. Like, I no. buy her fucking... Wanting to stop every five minutes to look at something cool. Archer's just like, Ooh, what can I meddle at, with? Screw exploring. I'm mad. Also, he keeps talking yeah. about this big, important mission he has, and he's just going to fuck off for a week on Cowboy Planet, I guess. I, but that's what I always said about Janeway. Yeah. They have a big, important mission to get home, and they kept stopping. No, man, fucking, like, you see a planet full of hu- full of humans, and you just, you know, send a note back to Starfleet. Just like, hey, check this out. We're, we're on a mission. Yeah. Yeah. And he did, to his credit, he did say that's what they were going to do. Like, they're mm-hmm. going to send people back for him, and it might be a while, because the Expanse is dangerous, and there aren't ships yet, but mm-hmm. one day they'll come for them, I guess. One day. I guess. They'll be sit- sitting there I for just... the rest of their lives, and their descendants' yeah. lives. Ugh. And I... God, I... I... Oh, God. Oh, I just, like... I don't know how I would get anything done if every day I thought aliens were going to come and take me back to Earth. <laughs> No, not aliens. You're actual people. Well, like, alien to you. Okay. People coming out know. of space in, like, big ships that you've never seen before to take you back to your home planet. Like, I don't know how I could get back to hitting mud with a stick. <laughs> 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 or whatever it is that background cowboys do. I mean, possibly Russell Cattle? Mm. We don't know if there's any cattle there. There's no cows to boy. Okay, well, horses then. Yeah, rustling ca- rustling horse cattle. So really, they're horse boys. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, one one thing that I called out of my summary, but I want to mention again, just because it really bugs me, is that scene where Archer takes her up to the ship and shows her her planet mm-hmm. from orbit. Like, we've seen that scene 50 fucking times now, and it's always, like, the one sensible woman on yep. the planet. And like, look, it's inspiring, isn't it? Oh, my my sense of wonder. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Sense of wonder. You don't get to, you, you haven't earned that. You don't get to use that. Gee, being this high up makes me wonder why we have war or whatever. Yeah. <sighs> I'm, yeah, we all think that. You're not special. The thing is, on a on a good show, Go they pizza. could pull that off. I've, that's a real thing, but this show they didn't pull it off they pulled it off in fucking uh uh, first contact it worked real well Uh, i don't know that it worked there but that's debatable (laughs) it's worked before let's just say that i still think first contact like that woman should have been bever like they gave all of bever stuff to her but that's i mean that's true that's an argument from like five (laughs) years ago so don't look back al only forward ever Mm. forward god all I see is more Enterprise. <laughs> Can't I look back? <laughs> Please. The- oh, and, and at the end, um, they left a bunch of history books from Earth, like, so mm-hmm. they could teach the people where they came from. And, and Amanda made the comment, well, they're definitely just going to teach nothing but Archer's dad now. Oh, definitely. Well, yeah, because that's what Jonathan Archer had in his, in his, in his bookshelf. Just a bunch of books yeah, about the his history dad. books. Uh-huh. Here, have these. And a copy of 
And a copy of Where's Waldo in Space, oddly <laughs> enough. <laughs> That's my book. <laughs> I'm going to find him one day, Captain. <laughs> He's out there. I'm... Trip pouring over it with like one of those, uh, <laughs> with like a painter's uh, magnifying glass someday. Yeah, Trip could have been. So I know fun. you're in here. Episode and no. No, there's barely any trip at all. Oh, I would have dropped like this would have been a trip episode if I was writing this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It should have been a goofy, fun, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It never is. This show's allergic to fucking levity. It just mm-hmm. doesn't know how to be fun. No, the first five minutes of this, I'm like. Did I download the wrong episode? Is this about fucking uh, Quantum Leap jumping into the West? I mean, I've never seen Quantum Leap, but... That's right. That's why I was so confused. (laughs) I don't know what Quantum Leap gets up to. No, and I never will. (laughs) All right. Anything else? But there was was a whole gun battle towards the end, and they're shooting people near the shuttle, and I'm like, surely... Our Enterprise guys must have something that's more effective against regular old mm-hmm. lead bullets at this. Like, is this, does the shuttle have a shield? Can you increase the size of the shield? There must. We had Space Marines yeah. just standing well, around. I don't. I think they wanted to not kill the people. Does, and the thing is, they don't yeah. have shields yet. That's that's been one of the mm-hmm. things about Enterprise. Oh, like, okay, okay. But they have to have, they have something polarized at this hull point. plating. That's it. Yeah. It's one of the things I actually like. Like, the transporter's not supposed to work, although it does. But And they yeah. don't have shields. And actually, in one of the episodes, I don't remember which, they're they're testing the shields. Mm-hmm. Like, Malcolm is yeah. working on, but, like, a, a prototype. I kind of like that. Yeah. They, but they must have some kind of weapon that deflects physical bullets at this point. I, I was thinking about this... Archer gets shot at one point, and I would have loved for that to have been a bigger deal. I would have loved for him to have died. Yeah, well, I mean, look, <laughs> that, that's pretty much the biggest deal, but... Yeah. Like... No, you're dude, right. This is a dude who gets shot with lasers on a regular basis, like, whoopty shit. Now you have, like, a like a chunk of rusty lead rotting away in your shoulder. Yeah, and if Flocks can't get to him before, like, it gets infected and, yeah. like, septic, whatever, yeah, that could be interesting, but no. Why would it's like anyone that? else getting shot on TV. It's not that big a deal. Yep. Exactly right. Well, no, there's two options. Insta-death and not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keep keep on with the action sequence. Yep. Ugh. All right. Anything else? Nah. Tidro? No. All right. You got an alternate title for us? Shootout at the OK I'm Bored Now Corral. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Matt, what do you got? Well, that's what that is. Because what you wrote in the doc is dun 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 dun. I didn't know what you meant. No, that's why I put in the theme from the Magnificent Seven in brackets in case I forgot between when I wrote it and now. But I haven't seen that movie, so. But Matt, what's your title? Dun 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 dun. Not sure what I was going for here, guys. No, no, see, your version goes dun, 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 dun. My version goes dun, 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 dun. Uh, so it's different, you see. I got it all wrote out. Oh, this, I, <clears throat> all right, what's yours, Al? Uh, mine is the unforgivably boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically um, I did same have one other. Intro. Yeah, I did have one other note that said that the horrible new version of the theme song finally fits. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> it's been a jangly time. <laughs> 
Also, I wonder if they were from there to here. I, I wonder if they were trying to to uh, capitalize on Firefly. Yeah, is Firefly even out by this right. point? Yeah, we had actually. I had this conversation with someone else recently. We thought it was way later than it was, but it came out in two thousand two. It really wow. wow. Okay, that surprised all of us. Yes, I guess yeah, because Buffy ended in like two thousand. Yeah, there was a there was a point where Buffy and Angel and Firefly were all in production at the same time, very briefly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Jeez, so it's possible, but, all right. but that was a fun space western that you know they could have taken a page from, mm-hmm. but they did not. Because why? Well, why have fun? Are we so tired of this episode that we're actually going to praise Firefly? <laughs> uh, look, I hate Firefly fans, but I like the show. Okay. Oh yeah, show's great. Also, those people seem to have finally shut up, so I think it's okay now. Yeah, they finally stopped the signal. (laughs) Well, it helps that Joss Whedon's a monster. I mean, it doesn't help, but, Mm -hmm. you know, now you feel kind of bad cheering for anything he's doing, so. Uh, I just made myself sad. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's let's move forward to what, what Flonk says is the greatest thing ever achieved by humankind. Similitude. Tidro, take it away. Sim City. Okay. Oh, shit, that would have been a good alternate title. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, now Tidro, take it away. Trip is dead. Long live Trip. Trip gets injured while implementing a new way to get through the expanse faster and gets a boo-boo. Uh, well, he goes into a coma. Dr. Flox just happens to have a bug larvae that will, if injected with someone's DNA, turn into a perfect replica of that person, but with a 15-day lifespan, who they can then use as replacement parts. Archer says, go for it! So Flox does. Baby Sim is created, who soon grows to be Toddler Sim and then Teen Sim. All of them have the accent and also, for some reason, Trip's memories. Grown-up Sim has all of has all of Tripp's electronical genius and also has a big old crush on DePaul. She thinks about, Sim thinks about running away so as not to be used for spare parts, but then doesn't and gets a rather nice kiss from DePaul and then killed and then a solemn funeral. The moral of the story is live your life like you're a clone with a 15-day life cycle. The end. I think we can all get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. So did we think this was the greatest episode of Star Trek ever written anyway? I hated I this. Didn't. I hated every <laughs> single fucking second of this goddamn episode. This this is horrible. Okay. This is like I have seen John Archer do some shit that I do not agree with since we started watching this show. Every week, yeah. But this is monstrous. Like yeah. the captain Upon fi- this is my bad thing. The captain, upon finding out that his best pal is going to die, willingly creates an identical sentient clone to use as a box of spare parts. N- never mind that the clone's going to die in a week or so. That doesn't matter. Archer decides that his friend is not only more important than another life form, but that he is going to play God and create another life form f- to to not be as important as his friend. That is utterly reprehensible. And Archer is perfectly willing to force clone trip to just give up his life that happens right at the end where clone trips well you know what i don't have to do this and archer goes you're gonna do this i will kill you myself if i have to like Mm -hmm. fuck free will you were grown for a purpose and that purpose is to bring this guy who i'm fond of back and then and then at the end of the episode he has the unmitigated gall to talk about clone trips sacrifice a sacrifice you forced on him you fucking monster well and that that feeds into my bad thing, which is Flox presents this option to Archer 
And Archer's like, yeah, yeah, fine. Do that. Like, he seriously doesn't even give it a second thought. And Flux specifically says, Captain, this is a weird moral gray area. Are you sure you want to go through with this? Yeah, 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 whatever. That's fine. And then he acts incredibly surprised when it all goes weird. Yeah, like, like what the fuck it, did you every, think was going to happen? Everything that happened was pretty clear from the beginning. Like, they didn't know that he would be sentient necessarily, but no, they knew. Still, well, they he said, we've never used this on a human. I don't know what's going to happen. He says that. But it still was not hard to see that there was some serious gray area here. And if he'd thought about it for a goddamn second, he would have realized how weird and sketchy it all was. And this is this is Archer in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. Let's just charge in and do what sounds good. And whoa, what happened? Yeah, they, like, I, you idiot. Like, like uh, Flux go ahead, tells him straight up, this is super problematic and. Uh, doesn't even get to the point where yeah. the planet that that originated this, it, it's now illegal to do it. Yep, he mm -hmm. does say that. That's right. Yeah. He, but he doesn't even get a chance to say that part. He only yeah. gets to the first part before Archer's like, nope, go do it. Yep, yeah, it was, like, it was like cartoon level timing. Like it was, it was almost intentionally funny. Captain, do you want me to, yep, do it. Yep, that's yeah. fine. Oh, okay. And Tidro, your bad thing kind of ties into the way they handled this all too. I think we all hated this thing. Yes, um, but specifically <laughs> this point. They, they could have just kept the clone in a coma the whole time. Uh -huh. I mean, they yep. had they had real trip just hanging out in sick bay. They could have just medically induced coma the new guy. It's, yeah, yeah. You could just keep him right in a vat. Yeah, no, yeah. Why are you letting him walk around and inter interact with uh, T'Pol and? Um, Hoshi and everybody who Flocks imprints on him for Christ's sake. Yeah. 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 yeah Flocks becomes his like dad. Yeah. Which is actually kind of cute. <laughs> well, yeah. Because Flocks is adorable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Flocks doesn't. I mean, he does get attached to baby Sim, but he's not super attached to adult Sim. No. no. He's perfectly willing to just go ahead and, you know, cut him up for parts. Well, I mean, look, on the one hand, yes, he is this boy I raised from fetus to, or this boy I raised from a maggot. But on the other hand, I do need that thing in your brain. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's very pragmatic. I got kids already. I don't get attached. Yeah, he's, he's very pragmatic that way. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just, like, yeah. everything about, like, they're raising the kid and teaching him to read and all this stuff. And I'm just like, that's a fucking... <laughs> You are raising a tool chest. Yes. And they put it they put a uniform on him. Yeah. Let's just dress you like the real trip and basically just everything but your name is trip. Yeah. Let's just and put you to work while you're here for ten yes, days. Yes. They do that. Mm-hmm. And Until the thing is, I thought briefly maybe they would kill the real trip and take over with this guy, because they've done that dumb trick before, like on DS9 oh, sure. where that O'Brien is like old O'Brien is dead and this one's a clone or a I don't remember what it was, but it's but from we're the like past. on the we're like on the fourth version of Harry Kim, right? Ugh, don't remind <laughs> me. But, but yes. I mean that, yeah, yeah. Look, by the end of the by the end of the show, the Enterprise or uh, Voyager was practically running on the corpses of dead Harry Kims. Like <laughs> they're just shoveling them into the warp engine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <sighs> no, I forgot about that. You're absolutely right. He died a lot. Yeah. And got replaced by various sci-fi goof-ass duplicates. Mm -hmm. Yep. So they definitely uh, they could have done, done that. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. this guy has Trip's memory, which, okay, DNA doesn't work like that. Nope. They must have they, they must have transplanted some memory engrams, too. That's it's amazing what you engrams. can fit into a, uh, into a uh, syringe in the future. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. It and makes the no thing sense. is, but 
we've said this over and over and over again. If this had been a good episode, we wouldn't have cared. No. Yeah. Sure. He's got his memories. That's fine. The thing is, like, we've had, once again, my 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 thing, that I'm really zeroing in on what bugs me about Enterprise the most. It's that it doesn't have any sense of fun. Like, and this is a deep episode. It should mostly be deep and kind of dark. I get mm. that. But we dealt with this episode. We dealt with the situation with um, Tom Riker. Yes. And. We got a couple of plot beats of him flirting with Troy and interacting with other people and it being kind of funny. Mm-hmm. This guy, every every person he interacts with is tragic and sad because we know he's going to die and that's it. Like there's yeah. no, they don't take a moment to enjoy it and to say, hey, there's two trips. That's kind of funny, right? Mm-hmm. No, well, it's all I mean, maudlin and sad and mopey and uh. when he's but, I when mean, he's the younger, two trips never kinda, meet. Yeah, like, when he's younger, we right. get some lighter hearted things. I don't think it's light though. I think it's briefly cute and then it goes dark. Every like every yeah. scene starts kind of oh, I'm trip and then ends with oh, I got to die. Yeah, no, the whole the whole <laughs> scene where Archer takes him down to the the cargo bay to fly the the shuttle around and it starts off as kind of a sweet scene with like him and this kid, right? Mm-hmm. And then it turns into well, you were born to die like yeah. Also, as Tedro pointed out, how does he have the accent? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I just I do not care. But this is I like I would have been like so that, sad if he had this not is like had that the clone of Picard that was bald. It doesn't uh-huh. make sense. <laughs> they they could have easily hand waved this. They could have said, "Well, they're also the the worm is mildly psychic. <laughs> the worm is from Florida." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Done. I mean, like this wouldn't be the first giant maggot that's come out of Florida. <laughs> Take that, Florida. What? No, you're already Florida. You've taken everything you can. <laughs> oh, they've suffered enough. No. No, they haven't. <laughs> Jordals. Um, Post-Tomic Horror sticking it to Florida again. Yep. Hey, my parents live in Florida, so I stand by that. <laughs> uh, no, but it just... And, and Tidro, you're right to point out that they actually did cast some good kids as, like, the intermediate steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kids are adorable. Yep. Yeah. Adorable little trip babies. And mm-hmm. they felt like trip. Like they felt, you know, they looked like and acted like. And yep. That was good. But uh, so I actually good. quite th- I thought um uh tr- uh real real guy who plays trip did a good job as almost trip. He yeah. did. He had a he had a I felt like he had a slightly different personality. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just went for things because he knew he only had you know, 15 days of his life. I, yep. I think he had the same personality, but it was different circumstances, which I know is splitting hairs, but I think the only thing different is he knew he only had a couple of days to live and that made him act different, but otherwise he was exactly the same guy. I, I def- felt like he was different. <laughs> okay. To me, to me, he seemed like he was a, a different, well, a different no, guy. No, I agree with you, Tidra. Okay. I will say this guy is, might be the best actor in the ensemble, so. Yeah. He can pull off some of those subtle things that the others really can't. Mm-hmm. I, is fine, but I mean, probably ought to learn his name at some point. They, they don't. They Connor don't give these, They don't give these guys mm-hmm. stuff. They don't give them much to work with. So they really do not. I've I've been singing Baculus praises from day one, yeah. and I think I'm about done because there's like, only so much. I know there's a good actor in there, but you know, I've seen other actors transcend bad scripts, and he's just not doing it. Yeah. So. I mean, look at, you know, look at a lot of the next gen guys in early, like, season one and two of next gen. Like, Oh, yeah. That was garbage. Was still good. They yeah. were still great. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm I sure he's like... fine on NCIS New Orleans or whatever the fuck. Mm. I uh, I liked him in um, 
Desperate Housewives. He was good in mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, and you, those are all the Scott Bakula roles I know. Yes. Yeah. Tidro, what was your good thing? Did I have a good thing? Yes. Did, oh yeah, that's what I said. That Sim just goes for everything because he knows he doesn't mm-hmm. have a lot of time. I find it very, very refreshing. I wish that's how people right. acted in real life. Well, I mean that's the human condition. Then, yes, but, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Al, the human condition is just beginning. He's just like to Paul, I have a crush on you. You gotta do the accent. To Paul, I have a crush on you. Catfish. Catfish. I I do wish they would stop <laughs> trying to make Tripal happen. I'm real, real <laughs> sick of that. I feel like there's this weird love triangle that's to Paul and Archer and Trip, and they like what Matt was said earlier when we were talking was he he feels like the, half the writers want it one way and half the writers want it the other way. Yeah, it really feels like they can't make up their minds. (laughs) But they've been trying to convince us that there's chemistry between these two from day one, and it's just not working for me. And I like those two. I don't know. What it feels like to me. Sorry, go ahead. They seem pretty comfortable giving each other sexy massages at the beginning of this episode. (sighs) Yeah, Yeah, but that's so forced. Fox had to make them do it, and they do it every week, and now the lights are low, and there's a candle and sexy music, and it's like, well, now I guess we're in love. Mm -hmm. Ah. Like, there's no... No, what it feels like to me was that, like... Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. Do you remember on TNG how they were always hinting at Picard and Bever getting together, and they never actually got around to it on the show? Yes. Yes. Like, they do a couple episodes with it, but for the most part, it felt like the writers weren't actually that interested in this thing that they had made happen. (laughs) Same thing here. And it feels like they are a couple, so now they are a couple. Like, there's no wooing. There's no, like, I don't see their personalities coming together. I just suddenly cut to a scene where they're together. And, okay, where's the middle part? It's it's all set up that never goes anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you need some charming interaction and some flirtation. And I know that's Mm -hmm. hard with a Vulcan character. But, hey, you're the one who signed up for a romance with a Vulcan Vulcan character. Yeah, fucking figure it it out. She could. I mean, if so you like, if you want to make if you want to make it less sexy, you could have her wear her pajamas that fit. It it doesn't have to be sexy to be flirty yeah, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this show does sexy, but it can't do flirty. Like two charming characters flirting with each other is the part that I like the most about a TV romance. Like mm-hmm. Dax and Worf, watching Dax just like turn the charm on and Worf gradually getting one over was delightful. Yep. There's nothing here like I th- that. I think ma- making a flirty Vulcan is a, would be a really interesting challenge to do if you were writing this show. Yes. I think with good writers, you could pull it off. They don't have any, but... <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> and the thing we've said before is we think T'Pol is actually kind of funny. Like, it would be interesting if yeah. she was doing the Vulcan equivalent of flirting and none of the humans were picking up on it because they're stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that, but they're not doing that. It's just, yeah. oh, and now they're naked in her quarters. Fine. Yep. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh is right. I'm not even opposed to them being together. I am opposed to T'Pol and Archer, because you don't hook up with your captain in first No, that's, that's uh, terrible. Uh, but, it, you know. If you're going to do that, it has to be a big deal. Yeah. And it always seems like, hey, she'd make a good nurse. Uh, Ugh, gross. Yeah. Like, she's never shown any interest in him. It's always yeah. just been the one way... Now, like nobody to wants to hear me my puke property. on the show. Like, yeah. Uh, that was your good thing. Um, the hell? Oh, yeah. I like the, la- the last minute 
of uh, clone trip in his quarters with Porthos waiting to die, and then T'Pol comes in and kisses him. I think it's a good little scene. There's, you... I don't like that she kissed him, but well, she. I also Sorry, also just before he dies, clone trip sticks it to Malcolm. <laughs> Fucker, Malcolm. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Fuck off, Malcolm. <laughs> I don't remember the scene. What did he do? Oh, it's uh, it's right when he's he's planning to escape, right? And mm-hmm. realizes he has really nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. And he it, he's talking to Ar- an archer is like, all right, come on back. And he's just like, you know, the worst part about being in that shuttle waiting to die. What's that? <sighs> if Malcolm had been with me, God, I hate that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was a callback to when they were stuck in the shuttle together. Yep. That was good. Yeah. Like, ugh, I have a distinct memory of that. That was terrible. <laughs> oh, God. You know who I hate more than anyone else in the entire world? I've only been alive for 15 days, but God damn, I can't stand Malcolm. That guy's gross. <laughs> Malcolm motherfucking Reed. Oh, God. Yep. Is, is it possible for a human to just drip mucus out of their body all the time? <laughs> because good Lord. <laughs> there was a lot of Porthos in this episode, which I yeah, was my- fond of. Like, uh-huh. Uh, fake my trip. whole my, oh, my quote is from that whole uh oh yeah. well let's hear that there's nothing porthos likes more than dinner time can he do any tricks i haven't taught him any mostly what he does is eat <laughs> sleep and uh not fetch it was it was cute that he bonded more with with porthos than mm-hmm. than real trip trip prime did i guess yeah well, I mean, the thing is, if you have a, uh, a kid and a dog on a spaceship, those two are inevitably going to find and befriend one another. Oh, definitely. Yeah, one hopes. Mm-hmm. They should have gone down to the old fishing hole together, though. That would have been great. The trip, or Sim, I guess is his name, mm-hmm. uh, talks about the dog that he had when he was a kid, and it's like Bedford. Buford the or something. Is his dog most name regard, is Bedford. Who names your dog Bedford? <laughs> it's... A, a do, good old southern boy does. Someone who is a big fucking fan of It's a Wonderful Life. No, 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 no. That's a, that's a like, I named my dog Jefferson Beauregard Sessions. <laughs> <laughs> that just fits. And if, and I, I don't remember them saying what kind of dog it was, but I assume it was a bloodhound. It's the dog from those, uh, the old uh, uh, Looney Tunes sketches about uh, with the on the plantation. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Beauregard. Uh-huh. I do and then he'd get that. beat up by Foghorn Leghorn or something. Mm-hmm. Um, My good thing was, I actually, I'm generally a fan of Phlox's mad science, and I liked mm-hmm. his weird cloning worm. Like, the way they used it was terrible, and, like, yep. all the ethical implications were handled badly, but I liked the idea of it. No, that's definitely a dude who owns a clone maggot. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is not a surprise to anyone. No. <laughs> An illegal clone maggot. Yeah, oh, probably. Yeah. Well, he bought it when it was legal, but now it's not. So mm-hmm. loophole. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, he's not a criminal, but he's real, real close to a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> also, when he does the uh, the operation on uh, on a uh, uh, trip, Sim? he's yeah, he's wearing his mourning scrubs, which I love. <laughs> now you mean mourning in the sense of mourning a dead person, and not the yeah, no, his part his black dead. mourning scrubs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Also, this this episode had a lot of Tuvix in it. I thought so. Uh, yeah, that was the thing I was thinking of, and like Tuvix was like that was a good episode. Yeah, one of the better episodes of Voyager. I thought. Yeah. And also, Tidro was on for that, so I guess you're you're here for the crazy Frankenstein yep, episode. That's what Tidra? I do. My favorite thing, apparently. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I Tuvix was, you know, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that was the worst thing the Voyager crew ever did. 
Yep. But that happened because of an but, accident. It's not like they set out to make a Tuvix. Nope. Right. This is much worse yeah. than that. Yep. It absolutely is. And, they, you know, again, Archer didn't give it any thought. Like, yep, do it. This is fine. Then just let him walk around. Wait, why does he sound like Trip? It's yep. fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Put a, put a uniform on him. Let him live in Trip's quarters. Everything's think- fine. No, he wasn't allowed into Trip's quarters. Archer yelled at him. Yep, when he, he did. Trip's quarters. Oh, that's he- right. You can't come in here. These are Trip's quarters. You're not Trip. You're just a thing I made. <laughs> oh, boy. Also, opening the episode with Trip's coffin and then flashing back to what happened. Uh-huh. How many times are we going to do that fucking setup? Like, how many Enterprise episodes start with, ooh, Earth blew up. Just kidding. Look what mm-hmm. really happened. It's like half, half of them yeah. at least. Here's a shocking image that you know isn't real for some stupid There's just, there reason. There should be just mm-hmm. a, like a, a, you know, t- subtitles on the screen that says, set up for reset button. Yep. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, this wasn't exactly a reset button. It was a cheat. Like, the, the, uh-huh. you, the, hey, that's yeah, not really true. Yeah, but they're really never going to mention. Yeah. Are they ever going to mention this again? Probably. Of course not. Why would I, they? I, I would be extremely shocked if they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, remember that other guy that wasn't Trip? What? No. Malcolm, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure you mean Malcolm. Yeah. Remember the first couple of weeks when we thought they were the same? That was weird. <laughs> How we ever did that. I feel like Flux also would probably want to save some other parts of Trip, too. Just in case. Oh, yeah. He should have, like, a whole, like, fucking box full of spare trip oh, parts. Oh, he's got a whole file cabinet full of, like, spare trip parts now. I guarantee. <laughs> he's building yeah. a trip Be- Frankenstein. <laughs> Be- well, Trip is very accident prone. That's or true. Like Catfish Stein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, so Catfish Pedro- Stein is the giant catfish that Trip has to slay. And God, I just made a better episode. Sorry, Catfish Stein's <laughs> monster. I apologize. <laughs> also, Tidro has drawn a delightful, realistic rendition of T'Pol in our show notes here, which mm-hmm. I will put in in the actual show notes on postomacore.com because you guys need to see this. It's like. Put this next to Jolene Blaylock, and you could not tell which one is which. It is just spot on. <laughs> I feel bad about this drawing, but I also feel like it is accurate. Do I not mean, feel bad about this drawing. This is a great drawing. It came from you, so it's okay. <laughs> ah, we did gotcha. it. <laughs> Might be a little sexist, but mm-hmm. uh, you did it. So. Uh, I just feel like they... they uh. Well, describe the drawing to the people, mm. just, just for the sake of... Well. It is just a stick figure with... You're working in the medium of stick, yes. Yes, and with large, perfectly circular breasts and uh, (laughs) pointy ears and big, fat lips. Mm -hmm. It's really... You also really nailed her haircut. Yeah, Yeah, I tried real hard. Um, Real, real hard. Um, I just feel like they got her on the show because they're like, okay, you get to play a Vulcan first officer. This is, you know, like, this is... She's a strong female character she's gonna be mm-hmm. you know she's gonna kick ass and take names it's gonna be great and they got well, her it's... in there and they go okay here's your costume okay yep. and then they're like okay and this is the episode where you get mind raped oh okay mm-hmm. and this is the, the episode where you basically get actually raped um mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... starting to notice the theme here no so no. you're gonna no matter what you're wearing you're gonna unzip it down to the navel yeah mm-hmm. and like it's I have they heard. took everything. They took about everything about Seven of Nine that was kind of gross, and none of the stuff that countered that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have heard that she did not particularly enjoy her time on Enterprise, and I don't know you if don't that's say. true. 
But if it is true, I understand why. Yeah, yeah no, I, that that wouldn't surprise me. If That's that a bait true. and switch, big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the old TNA bait and switch. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're gonna get to yeah. do a great job as a strong woman, and then yeah, look at look at Jerry Ryan. You're gonna do more of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could do that. Sure. Nope. Okay, now pout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> push your chest out more. Really duck face those lips. Mm-hmm. And her outfits okay. are all just like velour track, like the tightest velour jumpsuits you can the get. The thing is, I like yeah. the outfits that they're putting her in, like her non-uniform outfits this season, but make them less tight and less like slit down the front. Yeah. I, she I had don't a know. Purple There's one, one that I really liked. looks like it was stolen from Kira. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. The orangey one. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's all right. No, I like I like the design of them. I like the, the general, you know, cut of them. Yeah. They just mm-hmm. need to not be so tight. Well, I don't think she would wear velvet. Mm, Not on purpose. Maybe. Who knows? I just put her in a fucking uniform for the love of God. Yeah, but even when she wore a uniform, she had to zip it down so you could see some cleavage. I mean, that's true. Because that's how the show rolls. Yep. Anything else? Yes, Trip has an armadillo model on his desk. (laughs) All right. Why do you think that's a model? I have nothing to add to that. Just... Why do you think that's a model and not an armadillo that he found I, on the road? I, I, armadillos don't get that small. Like, it is a small armadillo model. Maybe it's a model. baby armadillo. Yeah. But somebody was like, what's Trip have on his, like, this is the first time we've seen Trip's quarters. What do you guys think he has on his desk? And someone piped up armadillo model. Well, let's see. He's he's Southern, so roadkill. Armadillo. Done. God, I love Trip. He's <sighs> just perfect. Yeah. Perfectly stupid. D- I should have enjoyed this episode that had two of him more, but... Yeah, again, there could have been some fun bits in here, but no, mm-hmm. why, why would we do that? Why like would if we they were both, that? Like if they ran into each other in a hallway and did like a whole mirror thing, it would have been <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking perfect. <laughs> but... I mean, they did mention they did mention movie night and playing A Night at the Opera, so mm-hmm. I mean, they know they know the reference. Although, oh, definitely. That just, that just made me wonder if Enterprise has any movies past 1935. Like, I love me some Marx Brothers, but... Seriously, guys, it's the 22nd century. You don't have any, like... The newest one they've ever mentioned is Rosemary's Baby, and that was the wow. 70s. Yeah. I feel like these guys would watch it's a lot just, of Die yeah. Hard. Just like, like oh, every yeah. Friday is Die Hard Friday. <laughs> yep. Well, whenever whenever they let uh, Lieutenant Jake Peralta pick the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see the scene where Trip is trying to explain why to t- Paul why Die Hard is such a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see, that's John McClane. <laughs> see, they think it's a terrorist attack, but really they're just going to rob the place. For bearer bonds. What are bearer bonds? Nobody knows. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but Alan Rickman really wants them. <laughs> Tidra, you got an alternate title for us? Oh, yes, I do. I'm going to find it in my notes. We wrote a lot of notes for these shitty episodes. Well, there's a lot mm-hmm. to yell about. Yes. Alternate title, Tidro. Oh, Trip Parts, The Clonus Horror. Quite good. Matt, what do you got? Sim City. No. Uh, <laughs> I went with uh, Quad, Charles Tucker IV. Also good. And I, because it's like two Vicks, I just called it Tripix, which sounds like a delicious cereal. It does. Trip-tics. I would eat that. Yep. Tripix is trip times two. It better have Tripix is part of your complete breakfast. What? No, it has. <laughs> your mom corn. puts me together. 
comes with marshmallows in the shape in the shapes of engineering tools, phasers, and don't forget the delicious engineering nets. I knew you're gonna bring up the nets. You always bring up the nets. <laughs> I hate them. I know. This is like your 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 life's work. Uh huh. This is the this is the hill I will die on. Uh huh. Wow. All right, and we and we did your quote, yes, Deidre? Yes. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah. So. Now we're to the part where you plug things. So what do you what do you got to tell the people about? Well, the most recent and most interesting thing I've done lately was help my best friend uh, make a video game. That is oh, true. Video games. <laughs> it's awesome. It's an awesome point and click video game, and it's mm-hmm. based on the Nick and Will- the famous Nick and Willikins characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what what is that? Then how do people do it? Uh, they they go to. I'll tell them where they go to. Uh, it's nickandwillikins.com yeah I know it's hard to remember nickandwillikins.com oh. or uh, pinheadgames.com yes All right. don't make the mistake I did Willikins has two L's in it uh, yeah, yeah you co-created the character with me and still don't know how to spell his name I haven't been able to spell the character since we invented it, it. Yes. fair enough well I helped with that not Nick and Wylikins. you did you absolutely mm-hmm. did uh, you were yes. the murder consultant yep because I watch a the, lot the, of murder the, shows the, 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 yeah, That's true. the story is a murder mystery, and you basically helped with the, the overall plot, like the answer to the murder, which is my least favorite part of writing that kind of thing. So. <laughs> yeah, and I helped and with... And you tested it. And I helped with the puppy. Uh, yes, Aww. you did. Okay. Yeah, you were an animation uh, uh, consultant? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, yes, you did contribute to it, and uh, the game is free. It's for, available for PC and Mac, nickandwillikins.com. Yep. Check that out. But, but yeah, tell them please. about your things. Now, oh, please. my things. Oh, uh, I make yes. horns and uh, pop culture-related soaps and uh, mm-hmm. tiny books that look like the TARDIS journal, the TARDIS journal that River Song had, and yep. uh, tiny top hats. I make a bunch of weird shit, but it's really cute. And it's excellent. Uh, We're coming up on uh, on uh, Valentine's yes. Day. Excellent so, uh, Valentine's Day gifts uh, at yes. Bunny Bubbles. Yeah, buy, buy your honey some horns. Buy your honey yep. some horns. Bunnybubbles.etsy.com. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Thank you. All right. Uh, that's all for this time. One other exciting piece of news. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've secured a venue to record a live show for the first episode of Star Trek Discovery, which will basically be a giant weird through the rick berman era party Woo-hoo. uh at the pocket theater in seattle that'll be june 30th has quite some time off but if mm-hmm. there's any possible chance you can be in seattle for that uh, i wanted to give the listeners uh, some advance notice uh, and we'll be talking about it more as as the time approaches we will be covering the first episode of discovery mm-hmm. uh, possibly screening the episode first and then and then recording this show uh, and then afterwards we will just celebrate like yes. we're finally through the garbage and finally into something new we're, we're very close to have having covered all of star trek ever I, it's, it's a pretty big occasion i would say yeah and, uh, looking forward to that mm-hmm. so uh, that's all for this time look forward to that and uh see you folks the post-atomic horror podcast is a co-production of ron algar watt and matt robotham copyright 2018 please don't sue us we're 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 still just doing this.